the home of NotHallOfFame.com, and we are going to be looking at another episode of Vinny Makes the Hall of Fame Case for dot dot dot. And I'm with Vinny Laspinuso because obviously if he's going to make a Hall of Fame case, I need Vinny. <laughs> Vinny, what do you got for me today? Well, this is someone that's going to be big for everyone, and I truly mean that. Right behind me is the one and only Seymour Seawolf. Now, for those that don't know who this fine gentleman is, he is the guy who was the president and chief executive officer of Elias Force Bureau from 1952 to his death in 2019. That's right. He was the head of Elias, which is the well, arguably the most famous sports statistics place in America up until the day he died at the age of 99 years old. That is a trooper. First then when, when did he uh, take when did he create it? Well, we need. Well, he actually didn't create it. Elias is not from his okay. name. It, it's actually from Al Elias, uh, Al Monroe Elias Baseball Bureau, I believe, and it was started with him and his brother Walter in 1913 for baseball. I'll, I'll do. Don't worry, I'm, I'm, go, I'm going to do his stuff in a bit. I, I want to do a case for Al Elias down, down the road, but they were ahead for baseball especially the national league for a number of years but then when al died walter took over and then when he died afterwards in 1949 their widows managed the business until they said you know what this is getting too much for us we don't follow the baseball as much as the, okay as so, the so it was just baseball at that point because like you know it was baseball but they were like right. but they were like the head honchos of baseball don't okay, worry no, no, fair <laughs> enough okay yeah continue don't worry there, there's a there's a real case we made for al especially uh that i'll probably do down the road but this was more for my information but yes well it's important for everyone that knows this so it's yeah. mostly for baseball at this point almost entirely for baseball but then after he and Walter died and their wives took over, um, they wanted to see who they could sell the company to. So there's someone that was with the company from 1937 when he was an intern from St. John's University. And at that same time, he acquired the company from the Elias Brothers' widows, and renamed it to Elias Force Bureau. And this was a big reason because if Al's idea was simply just baseball. But when when Seymour took over, when Sio will take over, he wants to, you know what? I, I don't want to just just baseball. I want to encompass everything. Hey, what, Literally what year was this? What, what, what year was this? He acquired the company from the widow from their widows in 1952 okay th all right thanks okay you probably said that before but yeah go on so as a result 
he said, you know what, I'm going to continue expanding for baseball. And he got a huge, huge break in 1961 when he secured a deal with the NFL. Pete Rozelle decided to like move the operations to New York City and become the official statistics holder for the NFL. And because of that, he was able to, with his expertise and his knowledge, he was able to go back in time and try to list all of the big statistics for professional football, like up until like the time, I'd say roughly around like the twenties, because there wasn't anything for the pre NFL area, unfortunately, but you know, he was able to do that. For instance, like record running accomplishments. I think it was also field goal percentages. He was able to measure by attempts and misses according to the distance, as well as kickoff returns and punt returns as tackles were also done this way. Uh, there was some stuff with sacks, also kickoff coverage, like all these major statistics that we talk about today. Yeah, exactly. Seymour say, well, all the things he, we take for, for granted now, but yes. Yes. And he did this, especially for football, especially. And but he didn't just do football. I understand that he was a finalist in 2020 and also semifinalist in 23 and 24. He also became, he also was able, because of how successful he was with baseball and for football, the NBA decided to hire Elias to be his official, you know, statistic, statistical scorekeeper in 1970, just like in NFL, it's been going on to this very day. And then later on, in the 90s, the NHL would get involved, as well as the MLS and even the WNBA. Like to this very day, those partnerships with all these major professional sports organizations, MLB, NFL, NBA, NHL, even MLS, still official to this very day because of what Seymour Seawolf did. Is he a part of other sports hall of fames? And I, I do apologize because I don't know the answer to that. Uh, before you answer that, uh, Vinny and I are part of the United States Athletic Hall of Fame, where Siwoff is a contributor nominee. But hmm. From my understanding, he's only part of the New York Sports Hall of Fame, but I haven't really heard much about that. All right, uh, so nothing in basketball, hockey, or baseball? No, no nothing. Okay. No, unfortunately, outside of that New York Sports Hall of Fame, from the looks of it, that's defunct. And the only place he's been a finalist or even a semifinalist has been in it for football. Despite how significant he was and how significant Elias right. has been for growing the game and growing statistics, he has not been in any of these Hall of Fames. But I would argue he deserves to be in all of them. You know, I, I think also, too, uh, even though I did not know, uh, I'm just going from, from my own personal experience because obviously I'm significantly older here than then. Uh, but I cannot tell you how many times in a day before the internet, because that's how old it is, right? Uh, where I'd read an article or something would happen and would say, as per Elias Sports Bureau. Mm -hmm. So they're the gold standard of gold standards because of what Seawolf did and from yeah. what Al Elias did originally for baseball he continued that tradition and only expanded upon it for all these sports mm -hmm. they are like cbs nbc fox 
you know, ABC, ESPN, Fox. If you look at all these places, they all cite Elias to this very day. Look at what PFF. PFF would not be what it is if it would oh. not for Elias. Baseball reference. They all trace back to Elias. Elias is who they look up to. Seawolf is the godfather. He is the Einstein. Upton Bell calls him the Einstein of professional sports. How brilliant he was. I I think also, too, when when I'm just sort of like thinking about this uh, retroactively, something that you said to me one time, some time ago, or no, actually, no, it wasn't something you said. It was somebody who criticized something you said. Uh, You were obviously very big on Pudge Heffelfinger for the Pro Mm -hmm. Football Hall of Fame. And what a lot of people say for about Pudge is he was the first to ever get paid for that. And somebody said to you, well, somebody had to get paid first. That's, to me, and I'm sure you probably felt the same way, that's not an answer. If someone get paid first, that means they were good enough to be paid first. So there was probably (laughs) other people like Seymour who could have done what he did but only he did what he did. Here's an example for you, and I always trace back to this. Yeah, uh, Louis Braille created Braille. Could someone else have created Braille? Sure. Yeah, but no one else did. But it he, was him. But he, yeah, but no one else did. Look yeah. at all these famous inventors, like you know Thomas Edison, Alexander Graham Bell, Elijah Otis, Eli Whitney. There's all these very famous inventors and innovators throughout history. Or Johann van Gutensburg, even. Like, you could say, oh, someone else could have done it. I, I always hate how a lot of these same people act like nothing, none of these innovations or in- inventions or anything could ever be done. But yet, once they're done, they take them for granted and say, oh, anyone could have done that. It's such ignorance right. of no, that no, time and everything. It's just, it's ignorant. And like, or, or, or like all these people that like be big change in history, like, Oh, you could say that for Jackie Robinson. Oh, anyone could be the first black baseball player. Who cares? Anyone, someone's supposed to be first. See? I, I think with Siwoff, for me personally, uh, there was a lot of people who could have done and sort of like taken the advanced stats or stats for that matter to a different to a different level. But there's a shit ton of work to do that. You know how brilliant this the man work. was? Do, but, do people realize how brilliant this man was? I, fellas. I like, like, like no, again, he is called he's called the Einstein of professional sports for a reason. This dude was able to calculate so many different metrics of how to like do these games, and I'm a big fan of like these. I mean, this fits me completely. Well, I know this you is, are. This especially <laughs> you talk about contributors. This guy right here especially fits what I'm talking about. Yeah, he was never a player. He was never a coach. He was never an executive. Jesus. Yeah, but the way I see it, I mean, I did a thing on Don Cherry. He's mostly known for stuff for broadcasting. And yeah, I don't want the foster. Screw that. Time. I want the full treatment. This guy deserves the full treatment. He deserves a bronze bust for what he did. And he deserves to be in Springfield, Cooperstown, Toronto, and Canton. And hell, I, I, that's how significant he is. He is that significant. And we weren't that far from Canton because, like, when he became a 2020 uh, Centennial finalist, bluntly, as much as I knew who he was at that point, I was shocked. Was too. Were you okay? I I was just going to ask you that. 
So like I was I was surprised because I didn't think that they would choose they would nominate someone like that as one of the you know ten mm -hmm. contributors. I didn't think he would make it. I was hoping he did, but I didn't think he would make it. And then you know seeing him even still as a semifinalist. I, I get a little bit of pain knowing that there's only one per year. Like, do I have to wait 20 years to see Seymour Seawolf make the Hall of Fame? Like, God damn, guys. That's, I mean, this, I, I think just saying, like, there's only, there's not many deserving contributors and you have someone like Seawolf that's right here languishing. Do I really want to wait 15 years for that? You know my patience is low. You know most people's patience is low. I can't Oh, do I do. That. Oh, I know you. Uh, question for oh, you. Yeah. Uh because you you probably know the answer to this. Uh, does Seymour have any living relatives? Who, well, yes, actually, he does. But his uh, grandson. Okay, go yeah, ahead. His grandson Joe uh, Glitzen. He's actually still to this day. He's the president. Um. So his grandson. So that's one. <laughs> okay. So has he been sort of like pushing this, or no? Don't think he's really been that public about it, from my understanding. I don't know if Elias Sports has really been public, but that doesn't mean that he's not deserving. Like that's for sure. No, I, I'm not saying that. I'm I'm just trying to sort of like uh, understand the back push. I mean, the the, the reason is why they haven't put him in yet is just because like, oh, uh, I want coaches, and you know, they just think of executives, but they don't think of these peripheral people like a Cywolf. Like we think of like stats like just easily, and I just can like rattle them off. But if it wasn't for someone like Wolf, this wouldn't be even possible in the first place. And anyone who thinks that oh anyone could have done these, yeah, okay, you try to do that, Prairie Tail, you do it. Exactly right. You do it. And I agree with you, Evan. Uh, not Evan. I just called you Evan. <laughs> it's fine. Do I, do I, look I agree like with it? you, Vinny. Evan, Evan is my main partner. But I agree with you in terms of, yeah, it's great to have an idea. At piles of ideas. There's only a handful of us who can sort of like go and push through the mm -hmm. said idea. Yeah, of course. Like, yeah, you can have so many brilliant ideas, but, you know, you can act on those, buddy. Like, you, you, can't, you can't just languish them in limbo and just completely. Blame. Oh, anyone could do that because, you know, because you know how patents work and you know how innovation works and you know how mathematical calculations work, says the same guy that probably flunked math many times. Um, but, but that would be just, me. That would be me, by the way. But not, yeah, not me. Math was my favorite subject in school. <laughs> but go on. Oh, I love math. Uh, yeah, I know shocker, right? But when, when it comes to say, well, like, even looking at the contributors list for, for for basketball hasn't even listed him as a, a nominee yet, which is a sad because he really does considering deserve. their amount of nominees. Yeah, I'd agree with you. Yeah, like you'd think that I mean Frank Lubin's not one of them, you know, Nugent's not one of them yet, and you know, Seawolf isn't one yet. Hockey's gonna be a bit difficult because you know, Elias became the official one in nineteen. Yeah. So I can understand yeah. that. Baseball is well, <laughs> that's stupid from numerous reasons but <laughs> you know how i feel about you know how i feel about baseball but yes but I football, do. football is the closest that he's been to which is weird because you know he's more mostly associated with baseball as is al elias the founder um but you know even then for football uh, so vin if you can walk me through back so like how walk me through the transition 
or translation between uh, Elias and Siwaf or Sawaf. He was the president and CEO from 1952 until his death in, in 2019. Okay, so like, how did he take over this name? Like, he, what? Like, why did he not put my name on it or his name? Because he still wanted to honor Al Elias, the founder, as well as his brother Walter, and he. Suppose that. Like, I don't mean someone stupid. I I don't. He 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 changed. It was originally the baseball bureau, but he just said sports bureau because he wanted to incorporate way more than just baseball. Okay. Again. No, 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 fair. I I was just curious. He, he wants to still keep the tradition. Like he didn't want to. He wanted their name, their names to live on, even though I'm pretty sure most people don't know who Al Elias is or Walter Elias. They he still wants to continue those names, so I really do appreciate them, and I'm pretty sure you'll you'll see a case for Al Elias down the road. So don't worry. Oh, I know I will. <laughs> you will, you will. <laughs> but you know, Sawolf, like he he made statistics more and more popular across all these sports, and I know that. Again, a lot of the voters seem to only be, for now, only be focused on just the coaches and like a couple of executives and a couple owners, but they're missing out on so much. Like this guy right here, so deserving, so deserving. I would argue he did more to popularize the game and made more fans, average people knowledgeable into it than most of anyone on that ballot. But the, this year, um, I would say he made more people knowledgeable about the game and like how pe things are analyzed than even like the coaches and or some of the executives that are on that list. That were and yeah. Uh, to your knowledge, is there anyone other than yourself who was push pushing for him? Uh, Clark Judges. Clark Judge has made a, a case for right. him. Uh, uh, Upton. Can Can you ex extrapolate that? Well, he mentions how, you know, regardless of whether or not he won a trophy or not, or he he's he mentioned how he was so significant in you know getting back old statistics of then and making statistics of now all much more prevalent and also dicing them up even finer and finer and finer for people to ingest. Um, he also, Ira Kaufman, when I spoke to him in the yes, when I was in Canada, I saw him at the Cleveland airport. I mm -hmm. said how much I love contributors. I said, you know Seymour Sawa? Oh, I love Seymour Sawa. <laughs> brilliant man <laughs> in professional sports. He should definitely be in every Hall of Fame. That's how great he was. That's a, that's how I said it to him. So Ira is on board with it. Ira right. Kaufman's on Ira board Kaufman with Seymour Sawa. Said that to you. Yes, he did. He okay. he, he I I he said Do you want you know Seymour Sawa? And I told him straight up how significant he is. I told I told him Wilfred Winkenbach, of course. I told him Odie Thompson. I I even told him the pre NFL guys, and he said, "But there's no really film any on them." And I said, "Even without any film, you could look and do all the research you can, and you'll see how significant they were." I told Peter King the same thing too, and he was un he was amazed. Peter King, Peter was so amazed when I told him about the in influences of like these super pre NFLers. It was incredible. Mm -hmm. Some of our mutual friends have told me the same. Yes, and Iros said you're probably the first person under the age of 40, let alone at your age, like below 25, that's or ever that, that that said anything about uh, people from before World War II, let alone the 1800s. <laughs> oh my God. Like, like, 
yeah, and just like Seidwolf is just one. He's an idol of mine. Like he really is. Really? Yeah, he is. Like, come on. Like you see someone that has his his DNA. You could see in every single professional league, and seeing how his influence and his knowledge has spread throughout the entire ecosystem of professional sports. I mean, who wouldn't want to be this guy? All right. Uh, is after let's just say you get uh Seawolf off like inducted who's your guy after that non-player 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 um like in terms of people that are like him or just i'm just saying non-player well there's so many non-players i like you know that (laughs) well okay i'm just asking you for one well, I already made the case for Alpay, so he still needs okay, to be in. So there we go. All right, I was just more more curious to see where that. Yeah, there's out. so okay. there's so many. Like, I, I it's hard for me to really rank them all because, like, mm-hmm. if you get one, okay, I got another one, and I'll probably make another case for another one too. No, but sure, but sure, because like, uh, I I've got my ones that once I get my person in, then I'm laser focused on the next. Well, uh, Buddy Parker was like my most wanted in terms of like the list of the 12 and he made it i was like jumping for joy like oh my god buddy parker made it oh, you are, all the yeah. patriots fans were cringing the broncos fans were cringing and i drank those tears straight out the ducks they were delicious wow they were delicious <laughs> i said do your research buddy take that and don't get me wrong, I think Shanahan deserves a case. I think Reeves deserves a case. And as someone who likes more owners, and yeah, I know, shocker, right? Yeah. I would love to see Kraft. But, 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 but Parker is someone that I've wanted for years now. Mm-hmm. For a couple of years, I didn't think he was as likely. The fact that he made it, despite not being one of the runner-ups last year, I was ecstatic. Like, oh my God, Buddy Parker made it. Oh my God. <laughs> I was I was so thrilled. But speaking of being ecstatic, I want to and kind of like wrap this up by kind of no, please go ahead. I want to wrap this up by giving a huge shout out to Ron Katz. Seriously, like please. I know our Powell and Steve McMichael were were named as the three, even though they weren't. And you know, I'm kind of I'm all right with them one way or another. They weren't my main choices. Like I probably would have preferred Maxi Bond and Al Worcester. But Rainy Gratishar is someone that you, me, Jeff, Jack, Paul, Chris, everyone from our group here Mm -hmm. and even outside has demanded and hounded like crazy. And no one has done that more than Ron. And I will say this, Ron Ron has given us a lot of credit for it. And, you know, we really do appreciate that. But Ron, if it wasn't for you pounding this and pushing, if I'm being honest, I don't think he'd be announced as a finalist this year if it was not for you. Like, possibly. Like, I'm I'm being serious because, you know, at least when it came to Ken Riley, Bank Jim, and the rest of the guys, they had at least the backing of the team. It never really felt that when it comes to the Broncos, they were really embracing Randy as much because when Pat Bowen came in to acquire the team, he was not one of his guys. That's like. That's a big reason why Tommy Nobis hasn't really been pushed as much because he's not one of Arthur Blank's guys. And, you know, but mm-hmm. Randy made it in spite of that because, you know, Legwolf, Legwolf, after getting browbeaten so much by Broncos fans, actually got it done. Got to give credit where it's due. Thank you, Jeff, for making this possible. 
for Randy. He's one of our, on our list, he's one of the top people, period, for football. I think he's like number one for seniors or number two or something like that. I know he's like in like the top, top three or something. So getting Randy in is absolutely massive. And also, when we first did our senior list, we did Chuck Howley, we did Randy Gratishar, and we did Ken Anderson. Mm-hmm. Ken Anderson has to be in in 2025. And don't worry, I, I'm kind of questioning whether or not I should do one of him because he's already heavily requested, like doing the more under-talked-about kind of ones. But yeah. there yeah. could be one down the line. It really depends on, like, where the push is and if I want to like do it there. But I feel like honestly, my next kick is going to be, I'm actually going to go on a bit of a run on players here. I know a little shocker knowing myself. Um, I'm going to do three requests from people that I know. But the first one I want to do is a super senior. Of course, I want to do one that was named before. And this is for Corey. Solzenbach, who is a huge advocate of Vern Llewellyn. My mm-hmm. next case after Seawolf is going to be on Vern Llewellyn. Okay. All right. So, so who you got? Well, him, Vern Llewellyn. Okay. So I thought it was going to be Vern, Vern, Vern Llewellyn. That's who my next guy is going to be. All right. So we'll do that shortly. Uh, with that, uh, just so that we have to sort of like close this off. Guys, uh, there's so much stuff that we do here in the Bucknerverse. Uh, not just a Vinny show, but uh, a weekly show that I do with Evan Nolan, uh, where we look at Hall of Fame cases and this, there, and whatnot. Uh, I could sort of like promote a bunch more, but I'm trying to work on a bunch more other things. Then, thanks, man. Thanks for coming here. Anytime, dude. Seriously. It's been yeah. like, what, four and a half years now when I was like 19 in college? Yeah, but I mean, like, it's been a while just to get this show here going. So I really appreciate that. Uh, anytime, dude. Seriously. I, you know, I'm always here if you need me. No, I appreciate that. So, with that, gang, gang, wherever you are, wherever it may be, the Buckerverse says, yeah. Take care, everyone. See ya.